Casting crowns somewhere in your silent night on Victory 91.5. Good morning. It is Corey. And we want to shout out Good Landing Recovery, one of our morning show partners. They want to wish you a very Merry Christmas. And they help men and women that are stuck in the bondage of addiction from intervention to treatment to continuing care. They're a Jesus-centered program. They're 45 to 90 days long, and they can be handled through insurance. And your recovery could start at Good Landing. They're located over in Gannett County, and their website is goodlandingrecovery.com. And yes, it is Monday morning, and yes, it is 7.15. So I've started this new trend of playing Pastor Michael Todd, which we love him. We love the sermons that we're getting to air. But this morning, I got a special live interview here. So I've got a general manager. We're talking about Hanukkah, which started last night. That's right. And we are looking at the Feast of Tabernacle and the most important, or Feast of Hanukkah, rather. The most important thing you can uh, get in your brain is Hanukkah is Jesus, Jesus is Hanukkah. It is a phenomenal feast, this eight-day feast that we've just begun. And the great sounds of Christmas uh, actually are the most important things you can get in your brain during this time. So, you know, how to observe Hanukkah if you want as a, as a Christian. You know what? You're not trying to become Jewish, more Jewish, less Jewish, or any of those things. You don't actually have to go out and buy a big Hanukkah, a big, uh, and then light all the, you know, it's about lighting a candle. It's, it is, it's about coming and understanding that Jesus has come to give you eternal life. So whatever you do, the most ex- ex- significant part is, you know, it's have a meal. Sit down, light a candle, remind yourselves that that, it, that God himself has come to be the light of the world. You celebrate him, you talk about him, and you may pray, you may do a lot of different things. But in terms of it, you're not trying to add some new complicated tradition to your life. You're trying to focus your eyes on Jesus. So now for the Jews, the Hanukkah story does not have Jewish, uh, has Jesus as part of it. And obviously, they don't have a very as as exciting story. They have a pretty cool story, for goodness sakes. And it's actually history. And that's what we're going to do real quick is take you back in history. Before the time of Jesus, the Greek rule, ruler Antiochus Epiphanes. That's a great name, isn't it? He reigned over the Syrian kingdom. And then that time, the Greeks ruled over the area that we know as Israel. So this goes back from about 175 to 164 B.C. when uh Antiochus was there. He declared that every faith other than the Greek worship of their false gods was forbidden. So he declared the Hebrew Bible, the Sabbath, the worship of the God of Israel, circumcision, all to be illegal. If the Jewish people were caught possessing their biblical text or observing any of these traditions, they would be killed. But, of course, God raised up a remnant that remained devoted to him. The remnant was called the Maccabees. Now, that just means hammer. That wasn't actually their name, but they're known as the Maccabees. Matthias, he was a Jewish priest, had five sons. And along with a group of Jewish fighters who shared the family's great devotion to the Lord, they started things. So, first of all, you have Antiochus. He plunders the Jewish temple, sets up an idol, mocks the nation of Israel, offers the sacrifice of a pig on the altar to Zeus, obviously very bad, it desecrates the temple, and the Jewish temple became a pagan temple. So the Maccabees were greatly outnumbered and overpowered. They cried out to God, and they literally won against the Syrian army in a number of battles. It was historic, it was miraculous, and finally, after the battle for Jerusalem was won, they rose up and they 
they went to the desecrated temple. This is where the story of Hanukkah really begins. They cleared the temples of the idols. They dedicated and consecrated it. They lit the temple's menorah, which is one significant port that light never goes out, right? So as the account goes, they only had enough oil to light a single lamp. Yet once again, God provided, multiplied the oil, and it was enough to keep it lit for eight days. So mm-hmm. that's why you don't literally have to have eight candles. It's just about lighting that candle for eight days. It's remembering the miracle that God brought. So, and in fact, the Hanukkah, the whole concept didn't come into place for the Jews even for hundreds and hundreds of years. So it's really just about lighting a candle. But the since 164 B.C., the Jews have celebrated the cleansing of the temple by the Maccabees with an eight-day festival called Hanukkah, or the Feast of Lamps. But we have more information. So we know... This is where we get excited because this time of year, uh, we forever as Christians have celebrated the birth of Jesus at Christmas, which of course is not the right time, but Christmas is a very important time. And I would just encourage you not to, if if you're one of those that just trying to understand and trying to do things right, don't toss out Christmas. Christmas is a beautiful and a wonderful time. You just have to give it its proper place and its proper meaning. All right. So here's the things we know. We know John the Baptist was six months older than Jesus. We know John was born during Passover in the spring, which means Jesus was born six months later during the fall feasts. All right, so right now as we sit at 4 BC, it's uh, the time of Hanukkah. You're in Jerusalem, and and actually in this case you're in Nazareth, but you are sitting in an encounter between Gabriel and Mary, and they're having this conversation that that God himself is going to come upon her, mm-hmm. and she's going to have a baby, and they're to call him, actually, Yeshua, the Greek name of Jesus, but and he is going to save his people from their sins. So this encounter and this coming of the Holy Spirit upon Mary, that happens at Hanukkah in 4 B.C., all right, it has, so happens to be also near December 25th. So that's why there's nothing wrong with celebrating Christmas as long as you get what it's about, all right? So here's a couple of things to keep in mind. The birth of John the Baptist happens March 10th, 3 B.C. Jesus is born September 11th, 3 B.C. And now they don't celebrate these things on the same dates each year, right? It's the certain day and September 11th happened to be Rosh Hashanah, which the date is fluctuates through any time from September to October. So don't hold tight to the dates, kind of like December 25th. It's not so significant. So the conception of Jesus would have been in December of 4 B.C. during Hanukkah. So as you do the math, you've got Gabriel, you have Mary, you've got the Holy Spirit coming down. So 15 months later, the Magi arrive in Hanukkah. It's 2 B.C., happens to be also December 25th. So uh, meaning both the conception of Jesus in 4 B.C. and the visit of the Magi in 2 B.C., both occur during the celebration of Hanukkah on the Jewish calendar, which happens also coincide with around the date of December 25th. So that's why it's an amazing date for Christians to celebrate. Hanukkah celebrates when the temple was cleansed of the defilement caused by idols. So Hanukkah, that word means dedication. So it's a festival of dedication, or in our case, rededication. It's the temple, the Jewish people, to the God of Abraham and Moses, to us, to Jesus. So while the 
Jews viewed Hanukkah as kind of a second feast of tabernacles. It was a time of festivity and celebration. There was no fasting and mourning was prohibited during the eight-day festival. Mm. Keep that in mind. Lamps and torches lighted the temple, the synagogues, and homes, every home during this time. Joseph is called the festival the Feast of Lamps. So, on December 25th, 2 BC, the most probable date for the Magi's visit to Bethlehem occurred in that year on the third day of Hanukkah, which was the traditional time of gift giving. So, in 2 BC, the Magi would have given their gifts to Jesus. Do you get it all yet? Jesus was conceived during the Festival of Lights. During the time of gift-giving in that festival, God gave us his son. Mm. When they celebrate the cleansing of the temple, Jesus was conceived by the Holy Spirit to make us the temple for the Holy Spirit. There's eight days. That's one more than seven, which is a complete week, and it represents eternity. Same thing in the Feast of Tabernacles. Jesus came to give us eternal life. There is no fasting or mourning permitted during the festival. In heaven, eternity, there'll be no fasting or mourning. Lamps and torches lit up the temple, the synagogues and homes. Jesus will be the only light in heaven. And we could just do this all day long. That's what is exciting about Hanukkah. It's a tie-in with everything about Jesus, not his birth, but about his coming to earth originally, his conception. And it's an exciting time. So we're going to be looking at that today and some of the very cool things that tie into it. Definitely more about Hanukkah coming up. And don't forget, we'll post it on the blog, victory.radio. Click on the blog link or the More Music app. Go to the podcast. We're going to hear a word from our underwriters and music from Shelly E. Johnson and Chris Tomlin. Mobile hydraulics.